Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to Kith and Tell, a podcast about kids in the hall featuring Danny Husk as porn star Blade Rogers. Yeah! <laughs> we'll be reviewing every episode with witty banter and unmissable segments like Admit Your Biggest Vice and How Old Yeller Really Ended. Ooh. Can we actually do that vice segment? That sounds great. I don't know what we've actually got planned, but let's cancel it and talk about our vices. Um, <laughs> I'm Kalina McCordoff in England. London specifically, and I am joined by <laughs> Han Seidemann and Prince Rupert Canada. My vice is... Oh, shit, I didn't think this one through. Great job, Han. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, Stu Derricotic in Vancouver, Canada. My biggest vice is getting drunk and trying to convince people to throw me through a wall. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. Trevor Record also joins us from Vancouver. Well, I guess I'm going to be the one that has to shoot Hans. I'm a real man now. (laughs) You're a real man now, Toby. Uh, So we're reviewing this week episode 18 of season 3, which we're pretty sure aired in 1992. So let's kick off with our sketch rundown. We've got a short opening that gives us a dramatic onstage rendition of the end of Old Yeller featuring a uh, lab covered in shaving cream. I thought it was whipped cream. I I thought it was shaving cream too, but I don't know. Okay. It's the consistency, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> then uh, we've got Porn Star Employee, where Danny Husk is fired by his boss at AT and Love uh, because he finds out that he's been moonlighting as Porn Star Blade Rogers. But it turns out this is only because uh, his boss wants him to produce more of his magical films with his giant wang. Yes. Um, then we've got the what if guy. Um, Mark, a uh, bit of a dweeb, I guess, imagines 10 different ways to stand up to an obnoxious, rude Bruce and still gets punched in the face. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Is it twice? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Uh, and then we've got Vice, where Buddy Cole reviews how far your vices should go, but with an essential piece of advice moderation, but within reason. Yes. Um, mm. Then Old Yeller 2, a reprisal of the Old Yeller ending, but this time the dog is for some reason replaced with uh, the baby born at Woodstock, who is now a full-grown man. Alan Touche. <laughs> Alan Touche. Uh, then we've got a classic, Rod Torfelson's Armada. So the high school band Armada is bulldozed by Rod's dad, who eventually pushes the group to rename itself Rod Torfelson's or Armada, featuring Herman Menderchuk. As a compromise. Yeah. As a compromise. Um, and then Horsey is your daddy, where posh daughter Tracy uh, is told that Horsey is actually her dad. But the real treat here is yet another dramatic ending to Old Ye- <laughs> yeah. Yeller, uh, yeah. and blood spattering ensues. <laughs> so. Murder spoiled brats. Official policy of the show, right? Yeah, I know. It's very much like in the same thread as um, the head crusher man. Oh, I but. mean, same po- in, uh, official policy of our show is murder, oh, murder yes. brats. Yes, murder brats. Yes, yes, murder yeah. brats. Yeah. Um, so let's dive in with payoff, and this is indeed about the old Yeller sketches. And I thought this was going to be sort of like a funnier with repetition bit when we first started watching because I had no idea where it was going. So yeah, once little Toby walked through the door in the final horsey sketch, I was like dead. As obviously was Tracy. So, <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. 
how did this play for you guys and can you remember any other sort of repeating sketches like this that paid off as well like i i started off not liking the old yeller thing because i didn't really know it was going to repeat and the first is just a faithful retelling of the end of old, old yeller but by the end it's like oh yes it's yeah. paid off yeah, I definitely thought this was going to be just a crummy repeating bit, but the payoff at the end was very much worth it. The only other one I have a vague recollection of being similarly good, but not as good, was what was the one with the phone call and oh, yes. the uh, yes, office the office birthday? Mm-hmm. But what no, yeah, so I think it was uh, the, the phone kept ringing at the guy's house, and then they were kept counting how many times it was ringing, and they like threw it in the fish tank and it turned out that it was um the sizzler sisters at the yeah end. that's right well no no that's yeah. that's one right? but then there's no? another one there's another one that takes place at an office and they're trying to have a birthday party for someone there's they pick up the phone yeah they pick up the phone and someone's like oh uh, do, do you speak french let me try and he picks up and it doesn't like there was a repeating bit with around that one that i seem to recall enjoying but i can't remember for the life of me now how it actually went but which makes this clearly wasn't that good. This take very good, but <laughs> yeah. this was this is maybe my favorite <laughs> this, my favorite repeat. This is a very cuttable segment now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> fine. Anyways, this this one I think is my favorite of those repeating bits because it definitely has the best payoff of all of them. I think. Oh man, and the payoff is not only great that yeah you're right. The first one was we didn't really get the joke, and the second one was kind of funny that it's just a man with shaving cream. And the third one is great because you don't see it coming and it has the immediately prior joke of, well, there's only one thing to do when your spoiled rich daughter holds her breath and like grabs a fucking (laughs) rifle. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, I just also just, I mean, at the end of each of those, you got sort of the behind the scenes view, which I mean, is not like out out of the wheelhouse for Kip. But just at the end, too, when, like, from behind the couch, the man holding the the blood-spattering device (laughs) just crawls up. He's, like, just to kind of dust himself off and walks off stage. Just got me for some reason. And I said this when we were watching it together, but there was something so delightful in how much force they shot the blood into Kevin's face. Yes, every time. He he flinches really badly all of (laughs) (laughs) And then... I just, I it seemed a little bit excessive, and I loved it. I think that's part of what actually makes it work. I mean, there's also the looks on Scott and Dave's face, like child faces, every time the dog gets <laughs> shot, which are always just horrified, um, in a really great way. I, I think those two things, like string along the bad, the bad bit, which is yeah. just like the like the kind of boring setup, um, so that you can appreciate the the payoff in the end. I like the little feet they gave Scott and Dave too. They gave them these <laughs> yeah. tiny little feet. <laughs> Well, and then they're quite obviously just on their knees as well, you know? Yeah. Have you guys all seen Old Yeller? I actually haven't seen I it. I think, like, no? when I was a little kid, it's... it's yeah. Were you traumatized? No, because it's such a corny old movie. Even as a child, it's hard to engage with emotionally, you know? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I also just... I, I need to know, I mean, was everyone aware that there was a famous baby born at Woodstock? <laughs> yeah, I was aware that there was a baby born at Woodstock. I didn't know his name was Alan Touche. It, is it actually him? Like, I really want to know. It must be. It must that, be. We'll get Hans on the research <laughs> yeah. train for this Hans, one. Hans, get on it. I'll try. Rebecca, <laughs> give me a call. Let's track him down together. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I want to move on to Porn Star Employee. And there's so much to unpack about this sketch. Uh, and I know that we have been in the AT and Love offices so much. But I felt like this was super special. And there were some great Easter eggs that I know some of you guys caught as well. So, um... 
yeah, I, I one of the things that I think Stu caught right off the bat was the fact that um, as before, we had seen the clown who was the boss's favorite in a fucking frame on his desk. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, but that's just, the I, same clown that like yes. got Danny fired in a previous episode? The seltzer clown, yeah. Uh, seltzer clown. Oh, of course. But Danny Husk, I mean, uh, yeah, did did anyone expect him to be a porn star? And did you expect that AT and Love would then have a porn production uh, subsidiary? I really liked that it very quickly devolved into power harassment, which is the most <laughs> true to life part of the any working for any conglomerate well since i own you now show me your <laughs> genitals which felt very true it's not a flag you can let it touch the ground oh, God. <laughs> and the fact that he calls up lloyds of london to ensure that wang yes. right after it was, oh, it was a pretty yeah. good punchline on the exit yeah um speaking of uh ensuring things and corporate stuff i did also love the corporate organization that caused <laughs> at and love to uh own nabo throb films which was <laughs> that at and love of course bought out international compufax and compufax yeah. owned loresco mines which yeah. was a holding company for excelsior communications yeah. which had a controlling interest in Nabothrob films. I think the only thing that's not true to life about that whole thing is that any company would want to own a porn production company today. Because <laughs> yeah. You've got to diversify yeah. your yeah. portfolio, man. They do not make money. Oh, I was going to say the most antiquated part is that they would only own part of the Galapagos instead of most of the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I, did like, I did like the marine biologist joke because Galapagos is where Darwin famously came up with his theory of evolution. Wait, what was the joke? He was like, well, I could play a marine biologist, I guess, if they shoot at oh, the Galapagos. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah, good. Nice, cute. It seems like a legit profession. Yeah. Also, like, a loop back to Home Alone, which I think Hans caught. Yeah. Wait, what was the what was the first call out? Well, so when they when he first comes in, uh, the boss is like, Danny, I'd like to watch a film with you. And he's like, yeah. oh, Home Alone? <laughs> and then they're like, no, not Home Alone, though that is a very good film. And then they watch his, like, room-serviced porn movie. And then... Yeah. At the end, uh, when he's, like, uh, asking Danny to do porn again, he's like, oh, I do have an idea for a movie. It's a, a, a man and his girlfriend, and the girlfriend goes away but leaves the man at home. Oh, and... I totally didn't catch that. Yeah, and it's, it's Home Alone <sighs> but porn. And then porn. two burglars come in. Yeah, yeah, two, oh, yeah, two very attractive burglars come in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was... I did not catch that at all. It was good. It was good. Actually, that slipped by me. Yeah. Good job, Hans. Hans, Hans is, is the most clever of us, perhaps. Bravo! I, Bravo! I, Bravo! I, I have more. I have my moments, but mostly it's just I throw everything against the wall and occasionally something sticks. Speaking of which, let's move on to kids say the darndest things. <laughs> or are we talking about Kevin? Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah, where we talk about our favorite lines uh, from this episode. Um, Maya actually comes from Rod Torfelson's Armada featuring Herman Menderchuk, where the dad comes in. And, of course, Rod is asking him, you know, does, doesn't he think that changing the name would mean that they would make it big? And he is able to really expose his expertise by saying, well, being a boat owner and speaking a little conversational <laughs> French. <laughs> it's the owner of a powerboat specifically. Important yeah. that it's yes. a powerboat. Yeah, not a yeah. sailboat, Kalina. Which is really what gives you knowledge in, in exactly. music production. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Stu, what, what, what really tickled tickled you today? Uh, I don't know how you guys felt about the markets to do improv and do 100 takes thing, but I actually liked a lot of them. 
because mm-hmm. I, I just like I felt like Mark really shone and I, I loved the part where I cut somebody's like fucking bike careers man <laughs> and it just sounded so broken I really liked that one and I also enjoyed in Rod Trumpelson's Armada featuring Rod Mendelchuk no Herman Mendelchuk Herman Mendelchuk thank you he's like oh thank you impartial father <laughs> for some reason that just kind of got me which really should have been their band name yeah. I did like uh, in Rod Torfelson's Armada when uh, the, the topic is getting heated and they're kind of going back and forth between Herman and Rod. And then Kevin pipes up with like just the classic t- Kevin tone to say, hey, can we not fight? Uh, <laughs> that's Which always my inner ex- monologue. Extremely yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Trevor, what, what, what really got you? Uh, I think um, Stu already said it, but I like uh, as Scott is dropping trow in front of his boss, <laughs> Dave's boss <laughs> character is just like, that's it, unfurl it. Come on, it's not a flag. Let it touch the ground. <laughs> and I like the audible thump when it does. <laughs> Such a true scene from a boardroom. A yeah. corporate director asking an employee to expose their genitals. Well, he does own you. So. Yeah. Casting exactly. calls, I, I, man. Yeah. At that point, it's company property. <laughs> <laughs> but also i did i you, you stole my favorite line uh Stu, which was the the bike careers just the look that mark has in his face like I know! he's like he's seen some shit what, from bike careers what i love you know? about this is like it tells me that people in fucking toronto have been mad at bikes forever <laughs> for at <laughs> least for like 30, 30 years plus yeah. years yeah <laughs> I mean, Perhaps since the beginning of automobiles. <laughs> oh, getting around with a perambulation. How dare. Quite, quite. quite. Uh, uh, let's, let's finish up with standout sketch. Um, based on how good the sketches were, with a rating out of five or seven, uh, you, we're really making it up at this point. Um, yeah. Hans, do you want to kick us off? Wait, were we not making it up before? Um, <laughs> you know, I think this week, as much as Rod Torfelson's Armada is a classic... Um, for some reason, it didn't jump out at me as much during this viewing because I think Vice stood out more. I mm. this was a, it was just a solid buddy bit from top to bottom. Um, he had some really great lines in there, but uh, I can't pull out all the quotes because our our wonderful resource website kithfan.org is down and also didn't have the transcript for this uh, sketch. But like, just so many great lines. Like the my credo is moderation within reason. Um, <laughs> And, like, when he goes through all of his vices and, and mentions, like, Coke, but only when often. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, g- goes on to say at one point, you know, uh, yes, and I've modeled and looks kind of, like, uh, uncomfortable and then says, modeling can mean a lot of things. <laughs> um, just, it was it was a kind of, I don't know, top, uh, solid from top to bottom. No super, super cringeworthy uh, bits. All of it seemed to land. I liked it. Also, his peacock feather cape was fantastic. Yeah. His gold yeah. lame peacock his feather cape. Yeah. And just and just his, his great, like, gay bar posse, which included Bellini in a mustache. Yes, Paul Bellini in a denim, in a Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> uh, making kissy faces at Scott was great. Uh, it was so charming how they interacted. And I actually liked that he had a little squad around him who would, like, kind of react, yeah. too. Gather <laughs> around. And my, my vice is, is fucking, what's the guy's name? It was, like, Esteban or something. And he just gives this Carlos. little... Carlos. Carlos. And he, he gives this little wink. And I'm like, oh, good. Well done. Good execution. <laughs> yeah. It was what's your rating, Hans? Oh, I, I give it... Mm, uh, four lines of Coke on the coffee table at a party out of five. <laughs> And Trevor, what what really stood out for you? 
Well, I think I'm going to have to give Rod Torkelson's Armada four and a half. I know a little something about the music industry. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think this is a good one just for like anyone that has doing a group project like, like we're doing right now, where it's just. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like this one. Who's the Rod Torkelson in our group? I, my dad's I on think, the line, actually. I think we, uh, <laughs> we, we switch off between it, uh, you and I, maybe, Hans, uh, being the work pigs, oh. where we're like, everyone show up having eaten. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Uh, and Stu? Uh, this episode was really good. The last couple of months have been just really solid. I think, just to mix it up, I'm going to go with What If Guy. Just because yeah. I think Mark did a real good... It, it felt very improv but it didn't feel forced. And he did a bunch of different takes that I really liked. Like, he does meek. He tries to, like... Doing a meek guy trying to be aggressive was great. Be like, hey, guy. And, like, <laughs> just all the takes he did was really good. So I Doesn't did he it. say he loves him at one point? Yeah, he's like, I love you. And it was just like, he just tries <laughs> everything. And so many of them were great. I just kind of got me all the way through. So I give it 8.5 out of 10 successful bits. Nice. Hmm. Nice. I'm actually going to give this to Pornstar Employee, and I think it might be partially because I hadn't expected there to be so many Easter eggs in it. It was really yeah. good, and like the looping back to Home Alone, I just thought it was really clever while dealing with obviously mm. like a brash industry like porn. It was it was great, and just the the corporate network, the the web of these subsidiaries and partial ownerships and the Galapagos. Ah, loved it. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to give it um, 10 inches out of 10. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Come on, unfurl it. Uh, yeah. yeah not let, I will let it touch the ground. All right, well, that's it for our episode 18 <laughs> review. Join us next week for episode 19, which will be hosted by Trevor, I believe. Woo. Yeah. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Kip and Telpod. Weigh in on your favorite sketch and Deloitte. Why? Deloitte. Why can Deloitte. I Every it's a real time. Deloitte. It's a real Deloitte. Uh, anyway, there's gifts online. Check them out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Kith and Tell. Bye. 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 Deloitteful. Tight 18. Give you a tight 18.